What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Call Her Holy. I'm Laura Eldred. And I'm Nicoletta Bradley. And y'all, we have, I think, I think this might be the <laughs> this best episode. This is going to be the best episode we've, of, ever, we've ever had. We have two men in the podcast studio. And I don't know if you watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but today it is called Men Tell All. We've got Gio and Brett in the house. I feel honored. <laughs> But the, so the amount of energy Love coming it. from this half of the room, I'm going to need you guys to just settle down a little bit. <laughs> Gio, Brett, I need you to introduce yourself. Welcome to the ladies. Welcome to the podcast. Tell us about yourself. Welcome to the ladies. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Oh boy. Yeah. So my name is Brett. I'm free. I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I'm actually down here for two months in Dallas. So yeah, you thank are. you, lovely ladies, for having me from my holy. second Call to last holy. day down in Dallas. <laughs> And this is my uh, best buddy, Giovanni. And I'm Giovanni Scardino from Chicago. Live in Dallas full time. And Brett's one of my best friends. Come on. This is Tendi. This is, do we just need like a moment for you guys? Tendi. Wow. Too Tendi. I love that. Okay, wait. How did you meet? Uh, I walked into a hotel room. <laughs> wait, and... wait. I am undone. Are we being serious or joking right no, now? No, no, seriously. This is, I will still, I think... I think we worked at Canacuck together. I didn't know y'all worked yeah. at Canacuck. That's, That's actually, beautiful. I think I met you, but I, I walked into a hotel room in Washington, D.C., part of this thing called the National Prayer Breakfast, and Gio was in there. That's how I met him. He was locked Just eyes. on yeah. his yeah. knees. He, he had been praying for days yeah. on end with yeah. no food or water. That's exactly And right. you're like, that's a dude I want to run with. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no. Lord Jesus, I just need a friend. No <laughs> food or water. Wow, you must have been fasting. Yeah. <laughs> Call him holy. Call yeah, him yeah. holy. That's all I have to say. Okay. Guys, I'm thank you for um, being willing to get behind the mic. Are Absolutely. you like so excited to tell us your deepest, darkest secrets? Because that's what you're here for. Did you know that? Wow. We just got punked. Can't wait. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> so literally the purpose of this episode, y'all, for all the ladies listening or men, is we want to invite men to the studio to ask them the questions that you want to hear. So yeah. if you mm-hmm. saw on our Instagrams, I mean, first off, thank you for the billions of we questions we We had so got. many questions and they were excellent. Excellent questions. Yeah, and literally we are bringing dudes on to our episodes to basically ask them the questions that we as women want to know because me and Laura can go all day trying to give you the best answers as possible and things that we've learned from our perspective and totally. from guys that the guys are telling us but sometimes when you just hear it from the dudes it hits different it hits different so we are pumped so here we go Let's, should we just like jump straight in what ju- else what else do they need to know about the dudes first? yeah anything that you need the ladies to know about y'all today before we dive into who you are yeah, I mean, I mean, I, so first thing is, Gio and I have been friends for a really long time, so we know everything that the other person will probably say, Come which on. I think I is fun. Um, and then the second thing is, we're not experts. So yeah. this is just us sharing our experiences, and we're two Jesus-loving guys that are trying to figure it out along the way. Come on. So, I love so it. Like, I love it. Yeah, so don't take this as, like, total truth, but just... No, that's good. And they're not wifed up yet, so... It's uh, this, this is, is not correct. this is not a promotion for them, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, we, but we can but we can be. make Have it. Have you yeah. seen Giovanni's body? This <laughs> is a promotion. We have an Italian stallion in the room. <laughs> that is right. That These is men right. are ripped. They are holy and they are single. And so, ladies, if you're listening to them, this this just might be. That pray about little, it. That turned into like please. Sunday night. Check, check please. <laughs> I mean, pray about it, ladies. But like, if the spirit leads, slide no. into their no. DMs. No. 
in. Y'all want to hear my hot takes on sliding into the DMs? Yeah, I do. Okay, my hot take is don't do it. I mean, you can't. Okay, here's the thing. You can. It depends on the guy. My mm-hmm. hot take is that if it's a guy who is like has a ton of attention, who is kind of like the ringleader mm. or who is on stage or something like that, you just need to know you're one of the other 500 girls who are sliding into his DMs and it's a no for him once you do that. Mm-hmm. That's my personal opinion and from guys mm. that I know. However, I do know people who have gotten married because the girl just slides in. People, yeah. But it's a different mm. situation when the guy is like in a position of leadership or like well seen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he's not, and it, that that might be different if he doesn't have like fifty girls sliding in every day. See, I've heard a good hot, or maybe it's a hot take, is that if he can't get out of your DMs, he can't lead you. Oh, definitely. And like so if he's like, so mm. that's about him DMing you, and he's yeah. never asking you out. I'm yeah. with you on that. Here's a question. I guess so this, this isn't on our list, but have you two? Single bachelors ever slid into someone's DMs? <coughs> you go She's first, really bro. trying to out y'all. <laughs> I love She's it. really trying to out y'all. Let, let's ask. Let's ask this. Uh, you have something to say, Gio? I, I can mean, hear it. I, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. These are these are questions that are so contextual because it just depends, right? Like, I remember being at a Watermark event. Um, and Watermark a, is our church here in Dallas. Yeah, met a girl that I thought was pretty, and um, you know, we had a brief interaction. She didn't seem interested, and I kind of left it alone and went back to volunteering is that that's what we were doing and yeah. uh, like a week or so later she had followed me on instagram and i was like that's odd Never that's a good that. hey ladies that's a good little that's a, you can drop yeah, the hint that that's way like especially easy, mm-hmm. it's somewhat of an indicator totally. in our day and age and so i just reached out and i was like hey great meeting you at the event and love to take you out sometime i don't normally do this like dm girls but hey yeah. Okay, girls say this. They say like, "How can I drop the hanky?" Which we'll get there. It's one of their little questions that they've asked. Not drop their little, the they're amazing questions. Wow. So here's the difference. She had straight up like sh- communicated that she wasn't interested in in you somehow. Like she had been closed off or whatever. You thought she wasn't interested. Okay, she probably went home and, and was like, "Dang, I met this cute dude, but I was actually kind of nervous, and so I I pretended like I didn't like him so that he wouldn't see that all over me." So now it's like he has no clue that I'm interested. I'm just going to follow him on Instagram. That's a good little, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's somewhat of an indicator. But if you were like all over him, if you were like, oh my gosh, I I can't wait. I'm so excited. Tell me everything about you. Who are you? Blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, hey, I'm going to follow you on Instagram. That's a little bit different. Yeah. Hmm. Totally. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I I don't think we take it personally. Like If a girl slides into your DMs? Yeah, and well, yes, and also like, so... Geo and his example and then I've done it before where I'll like message someone and say hey I think you're beautiful and I'm gonna be out in Los Angeles and she may or may not have been a professional volleyball player and she never <laughs> responded so that's okay you know but I don't think I take that personally if it doesn't work the girls are asking this was she you know? godly yeah absolutely from everything that you knew everything from my yeah we, uh, we had a a mutual friend okay okay it's, it's a long it was a long shot Okay. I mean, I definitely threw the Hail Mary, and it got dropped. I, hey, listen, I appreciate I appreciate the gusto. It's, yeah. That takes some courage. He dropped the hanky, and yeah. she did not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she slipped yeah. on it. <laughs> she slipped on it and fell. And that was it. Okay, before we actually get to the questions, I just need to know this. If a girl slides into your DMs, mm-hmm. are, is she a no for you, or is it like, nah, that's, that's, no. that's chill? I don't think that's a no. I think every, every relationship is contextual. And so it just depends. Like if you if you have their number, um, you know, 
reach out to them like you normally would. If you don't and the relationship's a little further stretched like, and you're visiting their city, that's great. Reach out to them. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it should, be, it should be more casual. and probably gets to another point what we'll have on this conversation, but it should be a little bit less pressure than what it really is. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, because it should, I mean, you. what are you doing, right? If you're a good godly guy and you're a good godly girl, you're going to have coffee and you're spending time and you're talking to each other. Okay. That should be really chill. Yeah. I think we've totally overhyped the DM too. It's like, at the end of the day, social media platforms are just a means of connecting. Yeah. with that person yeah. yeah and it just happens to be like on a platform versus a text versus mm-hmm. reaching out to that person in person you know my little sister just got married to a guy mm. who slid into her dms and so Come there's on. there's oh, that there's hope yeah there is Come hope on. but it's i think again it's like casual chill yeah. like you said it's different if it's like Oh, bro, I'm in your city. Like, I'd love to connect, you know? Or yeah, I don't think you hang out in the DMs. I think you get to the point Let's in the DMs. Go. That's good. Okay, so I like kind of... Let's dive in. Joe, I like that he said we've made too much pressure on the DM. But I think my first question for y'all is, okay, we've put pressure on DMs, but also there's a lot of pressure on Christian men in general. Mm. I mean, I think there's a lot of pressure in dating, Christian dating, whatever there is. My question for y'all to kick us off is, what are the pressures that Christian men are feeling these days around dating from Christian culture or maybe simple insecurities? Like dive, dive us into that place. Yeah, Gio, Gio has a good answer on this. We've talked about this before. Yeah, we've talked a lot about this. I think it's, especially in the Bible Belt, like yeah. the time frames are condensed so much. Like That's so good. People date for three months, six months, and think that they should have an answer on whether or not they're going to marry that person. And I think it's important to remember that you can't rush intimacy. Hmm. You have to allow just time for that to build. And it's important to see each other in different seasons. Uh, I'm a huge advocate for going through all four seasons and going through a year together. And hopefully experiencing some challenges during that year. Yeah. Dang, so you feel like just like, the do you feel like it's the women you're dating that put that pressure on you or just the church? Yeah, I think it's culturally. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Okay. I think here's this is a problem that happens in a lot of different instances and this is one of them people look at other relationships and think that's the standard because it's people they respect where it's like okay these people had a six month you know from dating to married it was total six months which was me or it's like these people had you know three months so that that becomes the standard but they're missing key pieces of information where it's like you're talking about a girl that you haven't seen through any seasons you haven't seen her have heartbreak have family trouble you haven't seen how she handles financial struggles y'all haven't seen and gotten to work through things together whereas the context for people like me and colby my husband we had seen each other through all of those seasons already. Like he saw me when I was getting broken up with, when I'm struggling to believe that God loves me, when I'm on staff, we had people who vouched for each other, you know, who knew each other intimately. And I think we take that out of context and it, and it creates pressure where it's like, Oh, I just met this girl or this guy. And I have to know in two months if I'm going to be, I'm talking about a relationship from scratch. Yeah, totally. Makes sense. It's really tough. What about you, bro? What do you think are the biggest, uh, pressures that Christian men feel these days? For me, I think it's just the sheer amount of gossip that goes on. Oof, that's so So as soon real. as you ask somebody out, they want to know who it is, 
Like all the girls, would, yeah, other, everybody. Your friends. Oh, okay. Everybody wants. Oh, I so don't relate to that. I don't know. It's actually oh, let's, let's people invite into the So Nico and I just had a conversation about this before we actually walked in here, and uh, I just winked at her when I said that because. So uh, anyway, I I think it's it's just the. The pressure builds when everyone knows. Yeah, that's well, kind of like the Philippians four eight. What you are, what you think about, mm. can think about what's pure, holy, lovely. If you think about those things, then your life tends to go in that direction. But if you tend to think about what everybody else has going on in their life and what oh what what are they dating, and then everybody knows and everybody's talking about it, the pressure goes from zero to a hundred. Yeah. And so I keep it fairly close to the chest. If I'm dating someone, but my guys, my like close core circle, they know everything. Yeah. Like Gio knows everything. For sure. Yeah, that's why. I think people mean well, like they're, they want to champion the couple, but yeah, they, yeah. they invite right. themselves into that relationship and they want to be tangentially a part of it. Yeah. And it's a way of connecting. Like if it's somebody mm-hmm. like say we're really good friends and I care about you guys, like I just care about you and I want to know what's going on in your life, including who you're dating and things like that. So I think I think you're right. right. People mean well, but there is wisdom to protecting it, guarding it. It's like just for a little bit because yeah. you don't want to like get somebody totally. really high up and then they're, you know, you're dating, you've been on three dates and then you end it. Everyone's like the, the only conversation you have is hey, how's it going with whoever that person was? Yeah. And you're just, like, how do you yeah. even know about this? And you just end up talking about it and like, oh, I broke her heart or something happened. And so do guys have to guard your heart too? Oh, for sure. 100%. I feel like girls don't even think about that. Yeah, that's actually so true. I've never thought about that. I think it's so easy to believe that men are, oh, they don't care. They move on quickly. If someone, hurt, like, whatever. Like, girls are the ones, like, damsel in distress. And then I, I agree, actually. I've had a lot of conversations with guys lately about this because they're like, we have so much pressure on ourselves mm. that like we have no margin to mess up. And it's kind of true. Like if you were to go on a date with her and not like her, it's so easy for your reputation to be tainted just because you didn't like someone. But in a weird way, it's like, then why is it okay for a girl not to like someone? Like they don't get this bad rep, but a guy mm-hmm. does. And I feel like it's actually it's something that i've started to cultivate in my girlfriendships of like just because they forgot to open your door for you doesn't make them the scum of the earth exactly and we literally i think like as a girl it with friends that are men in christian culture i actually feel really bad for you it's hard like you have so much more pressure on you than i think a lot of people realize well that's that's funny because i think it's way easier to be a guy than a girl like i would almost reciprocate that back and say you guys have a lot of pressure on you and you know you're thinking about kids and your body clock and time and like i want to like where are we going with this i gotta get rolling and guys are like well we don't have that biological pressure if you will yeah one of our best friends his dad is i think he was born when his dad was 60 yeah and i'm like whoa didn't even know it yeah. still worked then you you're, know? Making, like, you're making the girls feel seen and heard and understood right now yeah just so, and you know. so i i feel for you guys to have for especially sure. girls that are, are doing it right yeah. yeah and they're like trying sure. to honor purity in themselves like that's tough yeah my sister didn't get married till 32 or 33 and i remember how hard it was she's seven years older yeah i mean that's hard yeah so all you ladies out there we feel for you that's amazing. Sometimes it really does. I remember when I was single, it, it really helped when it was just like godly men in my life were like, Laura, 
There is no spinach in your teeth. There's not something that you're doing wrong, you know? And I would ask them like, bro, am I, you know, what, what is it with me? And they're like, it, it, it isn't. There's nothing that you're doing wrong. And so keep going, keep being faithful. And I'm, I'm sorry. And, and I see you, you know? So that is really, really encouraging. Y'all, this is this is already turning tendy, but I think mm. it is worth it to to acknowledge. Like the guys do have pressure, like you said, Nico. Like the guys have pressure and in marriage also that that pressure doesn't go out pressure to provide, pressure to lead. There is there is something real there. Yeah. It's worth acknowledging and not being so critical of them. Yeah. I think just give the dudes grace, y'all. Like, they're not perfect. They're human. Like, yeah. we're brothers and sisters in Christ. And, like, you have the option. Like, your words have power of life and death. And so, like, you will be held accountable for one day for, like, slandering your bro just because, like, he forgot to open the freaking car door for you. Like, that doesn't mean that he's not a good guy and not worth dating. Like, give, yeah. extend the same grace that you would want somebody to extend to you. Like, in humility, consider yourself or others better than yourself. Like, we have got to be champions of other people and, like, give them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, go yeah, ahead. I'd say at the end of the day, I mean, like, both parties should just be trying to date well. Yeah, that's Communicate good. well. And I think if you do that, you can go back to remaining friends. Yeah, if mm-hmm. you and you break up mm-hmm. well. Well, there's yeah. a hot take. You can mm-hmm. go back to remaining friends. Totally. totally. Okay, okay. Okay, so then let me ask this question. When you are on the prowl, you know what I mean? <laughs> Scoping the scenes. Like, what are some attractive qualities you look for in a girl? That's great. Yeah. So, I, I for me, the number one quality I look for is a, something I call, like, hardwired happy. I thought you were going to say hot and happy. And, and I was like, come the on. The number one thing is is hot. No. <laughs> She's um, really sexy. <laughs> yeah. the I think it's it's like the innate joy that comes from only going through really really hard things wow and then yeah. coming from the other side I, we actually pray this is we have a good group of guys that we, I mean, we pray when someone's seriously dating someone uh we pray for something hard or bad to happen i know that's no sounds this weird. is very biblical yeah Keep going. sounds weird but we pray for something hard to happen to see what because you don't know like for me i lost my mom when i was 17 my dad's in a full-time nursing home. Mm. I've been through some really hard things. I don't even know if I knew, fully knew who I was before those things happened. Wow. Right? Trials and tribulations. If you can go through those on the other side, like James 1, 2, consider it pure joy. If you can actually consider it pure joy, then you know that you're in a place, a good time and place to date, marry. And that's just my story. But I look for that. That's a really yeah, good hardwired happiness. That's so good. What about you, Joe? Yeah, I'd say like the biggest indicators for me is how is she spending her time and energy? Like, is she spending her time and energy like investing in other females younger than her? Or is she like just spending all of her time just like having a good time and be bopping mm-hmm. around? I don't know. There's that piece of like, is she uh, being poured into and is she pouring out? It's good. Like, is she living a life on purpose or is she yeah. allowing life to come at her? And then also like, that she's secure in who she is. Wow. Yeah. And I think that's a great question because it will vary from guy to guy. Like I know for me, like even as a girl, like number one quality is humility. Like if you are humble, like I mm. just think the world. Of yeah. You. I couldn't but, agree like, more. That could be somebody else like different, but I think it's like for the women listening to this, like I think we can go down the rabbit trail of like, I need to be this. I need to be this. No, you need to chase after Jesus. Yeah. Like, that's what you need to do because when you chase after Jesus and you love Jesus with your whole heart, you want to be uh, filling into other women. 
Mm. You will find joy in the hardest things because then it's literally considerate joy for those who face trials of any kind. Like, I think it comes down to, ladies, not trying to like, I hope that you're not hearing as we go throughout this entire series of I need to be blank, blank, and blank in order for me to be chosen. No, it's like go radically pursue Jesus and like the qualities that these men are looking for will naturally be who you are. Yes, hopefully it serves as a reminder that like godly guys are looking for godly girls. Mm -hmm. And there's there really is so much pressure, like you were saying earlier, Brett, like for the for the girls as well. Like you go on social and you're not seeing people talk about how they're serving the poor and needy or like mentoring young girls Mm -hmm. for the most part. You're seeing, oh my gosh, there's another fashion trend to keep up with. Oh my gosh, that girl looks really good in a bathing suit. Oh, she's on a trip with all these friends. Like why wasn't I invited? You know, you're Mm -hmm. seeing all of that and it really gets muddy. Like it's it's hard to separate out and remember like, oh, wait a second, this is who I am. This is what I'm living for. This is actually what I want in life. And I don't want to get distracted by all these other things that are yelling at me to choose them instead. Yeah. If yeah. we, if we, Matthew 6 33, seek first the kingdom of God, right? If we actually believe that, that we're supposed to seek first the kingdom of God, then the rest of this will take care of itself. That's good. It's almost like John Wooden. He always said, John Wooden, the famous coach, he always said, hey, focus on the game and the scoreboard will take care of itself. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, all the girls know who that is. Yeah, I'm just going to leave that one out there. <laughs> I love it. No, that's a really, that's inspiring. Yeah, for sure. I'd say there's definitely a distinct difference between a girl that's like focused on this season of like following the Lord versus mm-hmm. like a girl that's just waiting for that relationship to come. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then what makes you hesitant to ask a girl out? It's a good question. Yeah. Narcissism. Ooh. Wow. He just called like something that? out. Yeah, some of the... Uh, some of the you know okay so this is maybe this is my hot take let's go oh, baby. let's go <laughs> let me just breathe into this mic and make it sound weird um my hot yeah. take <laughs> yeah. this is just weird <laughs> i think okay so social media plays into all of our lives regardless right one of the things that really i focus on i look at so on the social media profile of a girl okay if you've got a bunch of bikini pics of just you yes just you obviously if you look great we're gonna be attracted i'm gonna be like oh yep well she's attractive she's but that's not what like i'm looking for in a wife it's not long let's go let's go it's just not what i'm looking for in a wife yeah it's just not gonna i mean okay if you have one okay great now we know kind of what we're looking for but you don't need 19 in a row right and i know you have you know, a modeling gig at whatever. You're not honoring our eyes by doing that. And that's why we try to stay off social media as much as we can. Um, just because it's hard. That's, that's, that's my good. hot take. Yeah, my husband doesn't have social media. He deleted it when we were dating because he, he was scrolling and saw something that he was like, I don't even want to be tempted here. I don't want to think about this. Immediately deleted Instagram, Facebook, like everything that he's like, I'm not. I want to honor Laura. And godly men are like, yeah, mm-hmm. I want, I see character also, you yeah. know? I mean, I think it's the same way for girls, though. Like, if I see a lot of this guy who's really good looking, really godly, serves on 
this ministry team and then i go to his instagram and he's all shirtless i'm like gym selfie yes oh gym selfies are dead to me like <laughs> i will literally everyone. never have a day with you that. if you have a gym selfie <laughs> I, I don't know why it's like my number There's, one pet peeve yeah. i'm like i love to work out but like come on <laughs> the guys are like oh crap let's go look at our insta <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i do hurry, gym selfies hurry, myself but i don't know i'm just like man okay they're like yeah or some guys are going well my hinge like I don't have any people like taking photos of me. So it's the only one I have. I'm like, you can ask someone to take a photo of you. Yeah, there's without you there, taking there's so many ways around that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wait, Gio, I want to hear what makes you hesitant to ask a girl out. I think that, well, you said narcissism at yeah, first. And no, they, I mean, they kind of Brett kind of expounded upon it because that we'd agree on that yeah, same thing. It's just, you know, what is, I mean, Instagram is just a means of journaling your life in a lot of ways. And so like, you're going to, post what's significant and what's important to you yeah if it's a bunch of photos of yourself then that's what's important to you if mm-hmm. it's photos with your friends i don't know it shows that you care deeply and love others and then mm-hmm. something that's super important to all of us um or some of our closest friends i'd say is just a good conversationalist totally like to be focused in conversation to be able to go into the second and third level of that yeah. conversation and, and dive deep yeah um that can be really hard in a super distracting culture yeah yeah, yeah that's real. good okay but can we can let's say let's say something real i think physical attraction is really important okay i believe that's a real deal okay that was actually one of the main questions we got like i would love to hear more about this because i think that is so, once again kind of like a hot take like man if you really love the lord like men looks at outward appearance but the lord looks at the heart like let's start that conversation yep like, what is that? Okay, so I think physical attraction, in my opinion, I'm 99% sure, because you and I have talked about this too, physical attraction is important, but it is not everything. Yeah. Okay, so it is the exactly. starter. Yes. It is not the... Uh, what's the End opposite? all, be all. Yeah, what's the, the longer? Like, it's it's not what keeps you there. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Because it's going to die out. There's one thing that's going to die out on all of us, and gravity's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so sad. Just the reality of the situation is going to win. But... Shared activities plays into physical attraction because if you are fit, then typically you are doing active things. Like example, I already said, like my mom passed when I was seventeen. My dad's in a nursing home. Both were not physically fit. My dad played professional baseball, but just over time he worked all the time and you know just I ate trash and my mom had heart problems and so she passed from a heart attack. Dad had a stroke. Physical fitness is a big deal to me personally yeah. because it's your habits that are yeah. going to form who you are. It's your systems, as James Clear puts it, that you put in place. Yeah. So what, what I'm hearing, too, is like you guys really are looking 20 years down the road, too. Like, is this girl oh, going to look at the mom? Yeah, oh, I love it. I'm, a, you're, I'm, there, I'm obsessed yeah. with this. Yeah, and which is this is awesome because my husband too. Like my body changed a lot after having a baby, and mm-hmm. he's still wildly attracted to me because he sees me taking care of myself. Right, and he's communicated that a lot in in my own insecurities. He's been like, it's if I saw you on the couch eating cookie dough and potato chips every day and not going to the gym. Yeah. That would be different than like, yeah. hey, yeah, your body has changed. It birthed a child and you were extremely sick through all of it. And I watched right. all of that. I watched you be a 
boss babe you know what i mean and then now i'm watching you like start from the bottom and like you get up you go to the gym after having sleepless nights you you know what i mean and he's like that character yeah your body is different than when we first dated but like i'm attracted to you because i see you doing the the thing you know are, are you the person that you're looking for that's good yeah do you care about health Mm-hmm. I think on the other, like at the end of the day, like I always try and err on the side of asking girls out that like I think they're amazing individuals. I'm not sure if the physical attraction piece is there, but it's worth taking a shot because that could grow in the relationship. Correct. Versus yeah. err on the side of like, wow, they are 12 out of 10. But mm-hmm. I don't think the personality is there whatsoever. Yeah, one of those things will ask, one doesn't. Girls, totally. you need to hear that again. Like you just heard from this godly man who said, I'm not looking for a 12 out of 10. Like I will give you a chance because I know that physical attraction can grow. Yeah. Like we need to retweet that. Yeah, that's so good. And I think I think what I'm hearing you say is that you just care that they're healthy. And yeah, because that the, they care about health. Totally. And but the thing is like healthy, and I actually am gonna create an Instagram post around this, like healthy doesn't mean skinny. Healthy doesn't mean perfect body. Healthy means like, what are their lifestyle? Like, habits. do they, yeah, habits. Because I know lots of women that are two times as big as I am and they're more fit. They eat healthier, but their body naturally that the Lord has given them is just a different shape and size. Right, yeah. And so for the women listening, it does not mean that you go on a diet to achieve a certain body size. It is what are your habits? What is your lifestyle? And what does mm. that look like? Would you agree with that? Statement? Yeah, this is this is Nico's sweet spot. Yeah, you can so, just tell. while we're here, yeah, that, that's yeah, so good. it is. This is her, her sweet spot, and we love her for it. Like it's really impactful. Thank you for what you do, Nico. You're kind. Someone <laughs> someone messaged me and said, um, "I'm finally getting attention and getting like looks, but I have an eating disorder." So she she was like, "How do I wrestle with that? Like, what would you say to that girl who was like, okay?" She was healthy before, then she became unhealthy, and now she's getting attention. Hmm. Putting y'all on the spot. Yeah. yeah. This is not pre-planned. No. Um, I, man, I, I know more girls that have eating disorders than I'd like to admit, mm. just because culture has so forced them to try to achieve a level of beauty that may or may not exist. Mm. And so I think I'd just say I see you. And I understand why. Yeah. And I understand why you've chosen that way. But long term, it's not worth it. Yeah. And you got to trust God with whoever the man that he sent for you. And if you seek first the kingdom of God, and I just keep going back to that, and whatever you think about, like good positive affirmations on who you are as a person, it just breaks my heart to hear those things because you're getting what you think you want, but it's not really what you want. Yeah, it's not sustainable. We just need a moment of silence for that. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. And it's so true. And I love that you said Matthew six thirty three, Brett, because that's a verse that I've clung to and just like using a lot of mentoring with young girls because it literally says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. And that's not saying chase the body, chase the environments, chase the whatever. No, it's like 
Trust the Lord with literally every fiber of your being. Do the thing that the Lord is calling you to do. And like, if he has a husband as the next season or part of that, like it will be added unto what you're already doing rather than you believing that like, seek first the body and then a husband will be added onto you. Or seek first the money and the success and then someone will find you worthy and it'll be added unto you. And we just have that backwards and like, once again, you're get, you're hitting me in my sweet spot just mm-hmm. because my ministry that I've launched on the side is literally this deep-rooted belief that when you are skinnier, you are loved. And it's like, no. Like, you are loved now. And so out of that, chase after Jesus and everything will be added unto you. So I like love this perspective is that you're sitting here. I want you to hear this loud and clear, ladies. He's not sitting here saying, yes, look skinnier and look hotter. And then you're chosen. He's going, no, my heart is broken for you. The fact that you believe that and that you're doing those things. And what they just said is that they love women that are healthy, not skinny, healthy. Hmm. Yeah. And like, hear that, ladies. I mean, look at history, right? Let's go back like a couple hundred years. What was attractive back then? Pale Let's think about mamas. it. Pale. Pale and thick. <laughs> thick, right? Because what did that mean? Oh, you got to work inside. Yeah. You didn't have to go work in the yeah. field, right? Oh, you have food to feed yourself. Yeah. Like our sense of beauty over the last hundred years, I mean, it just, it's going to change. It's, it's going to keep changing. But what doesn't change is healthy habits, healthy systems who you are in the Lord. Yeah. I think too, it's for the girls listening. It's like, choose who you want to be loved by Mm -hmm. because here's the reality like that you are probably wrestling with and you just need to know that that is a reality. The world will love you more when you fit their standards in the long run. You were going to want to be loved by God, right? Like choose who you Mm want to be loved by and he's loving you no matter what the world is going to turn on you. Like it just will. Culture will Mm. let you down no matter how perfect you are, no matter how much you fit into its standards, it will let you down. Godly men are looking for women who want to be loved by God and who are, who are like, I will accept the wrestle. I will accept the pain. I will accept all of that. If it means I'm choosing godliness over choosing wanting to be loved by the world. Yeah, I don't see in Proverbs 31 anything. Uh, well, well no. uh, you also have to be, she was really, really skinny or whatever yeah. it was. You know? <laughs> that's like, good. Exactly. I, didn't, I didn't see that part of it. <laughs> that's good. Dang, that's so good. Okay, I want, this is one of my favorite questions that we're asking y'all today. I feel like, I, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I tell girls this all the time. You always hear the line that if he wanted to, he would. Like, I mean, we go a million different directions of like, if he what wanted to, if he wanted to like, ask you out, he would. Like God. girls get hung up <laughs> on guys who it's like, okay, he's not asking you out, and 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 they're like, oh, it's because he doesn't know how to lead yet, yeah. or like he's maturing, oh, he's going through a hard season. He's, yeah, t- he wants to ask me out, or he wants to be in a relationship with me. He just, um, yeah, yeah, wh- for whatever reason, we just make excuses. We make excuses. Do you think that's true? That if he wants to ask you out, this he would. This has geo-written all over it. <laughs> Hit us. Come on, Italian stallion. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'd just say guys need to be more bold in asking girls out. Guys need to be bold. Girls need to be honest. Mm. Like, there's nothing mm. more annoying from a guy's perspective mm. when a girl makes up an excuse as to why yeah. you know, they're not going to go out with him. Oh, yeah. I just got out of a relationship. I'm, I'm in a season of dating the lord i'm i'm not there yet yeah don't like, say it that. could be anything like it's just like <laughs> yeah, just be honest just be honest because you're gonna run into that person and you want to have a clear conscience right like you want to be able to say confidently that 
I think you're awesome. I just am not particularly interested. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's like dating is another opportunity to love and show selflessness. Like you are caring for that person in the long run. Mm. And so I've told a lot of girls this because I experienced it too of like, okay, I have given guys the option who I've broken up with or like said, hey, I'm not going to f- continue going on dates with you. Would you like feedback? Yeah. Because I care about you and I'm not just going to hound. I'm not just going to tell you all the things you did wrong or that, you know, yeah. why I'm not interested in you. But if you're interested in that, I'd love to help make you better because I care about you as a brother. You know, yeah. same goes with being honest. Like I'm going to tell you why I'm not interested in, in per, like going further because that's good wisdom right there. Yeah, yeah that that doesn't ever happen. Yeah, like, and it's I hate that for y'all. And I literally just so you know, the girls that we yeah. speak with, like we tell them, just tell them, like be honest. Yeah. Like wouldn't you want him to yeah, be honest? Because nothing's with you? worse than when you're like, I'm not in a season of dating, and then like a few weeks later, you get asked out, and then you say yes to that guy. Exactly. Then it just makes you look like you're not living up to your word. Exactly. Yeah. And the guy. My season with, ended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three days after I told you I was in the season. Twenty-four hours season. Or when people break up and they're like, the Lord told me to. No, you just don't like him anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just tell him. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but then I feel like going back to y'all though, like I feel like I've seen guys. I mean, Gio, I will I will affirm you on air. LOL. Like you are someone that I've told lots of girls like when Gio sees somebody that he thinks is interesting, cool, even like remotely kind of whatever, you ask her out. And I have sang your praises to Way so to many people because I'm like, this man doesn't go down the rabbit hole of like, "Ah, she's not a 10 out of 10. I'm not going to go there." You're like, there's something about you, whether I think you're the most beautiful girl I know or not, mm-hmm. like you're cool. It's dinner, yeah. whatever. Like yeah. I went on a date this last week with a guy and like, it was fine. We will not go out again, but like it was dinner. It was I'm two sorry, hours brother, of my time. Whoever you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was fine. It was like two hours of my life. You're yeah. so good at that. Yeah. I think we just need to diffuse the pressures of the first day. We get yes. so like ramped up on that and like feel like, yeah. like the first date is everything. And like, it's just coffee, it's just dinner, it's just grabbing a drink, like, allow it to be that and keep it in its place. And I I would encourage the guys, like, have a spiritually led dating, like, path. Yeah, yeah. Because you want the Lord to be leading this more than yourself. Like, I'm always quick to try and revert back to, like, I know nothing. Like, haven't been in a serious relationship, I'm not married, like... Lord, take the wheel on this. Hmm. And like, if I feel the prompting to ask a girl out, I will. Yeah. And I think, so the way you ask her out, what do you think about that, Gio? Because you're good at that. Yeah, I think you'd be really clear. You just say, hey, I, I've seen these qualities in you, and I really admire them, and love to take you out sometime and get to know you a bit. It's so much better to do it in person, if possible. Yeah. It's so like, look them in the eyes and ask them. Yeah. Instead of the... Let me shoot them a text or a DM and then hope they see it. And I'm sitting there like anxiety driven because I have no idea. Like it's so much better. Call the person. And so, if, if you don't yeah. get them, leave a voicemail and say, hey, just give me a quick call back. That's good. So if if um, the guy isn't providing clarity, mm-hmm. if he's just like, hey, you want to go to this thing together? You know, uh, can the girl say, are you asking me on a date? A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? I agree. I agree with that too. Cause I think a lot of girls are timid to do that where it's, you feel like you're being too much or too strong. And it's like, if you need clarity, ask for clarity because guys, again, this is comes, comes in of like giving them grace too. not all guys are in the same circles as you guys. 
Sure. You need godly men around you being like, bro, why did you ask her out like that? Like you need to provide more clarity and you're helping each other be better or Hey, get out of her DMS and call her or, you know, if, yeah, I think a DM and a text is like the greatest sign of immaturity. (laughs) (laughs) You have to take, you have to take the relational risk And, and like guys are afraid of getting rejected. You have to get in the rhythm of, that's what we're supposed rejected. to do, though. You know, let's yeah. take like we're out there like hunting and killing. Like we're hunter gatherers. Yeah. Naturally. Like we should be taking the risk. Who cares if you get, you know, dropped a few times? That's yeah, good. Your, your greatest opportunity for growth is to your greatest discomfort every wow. time. Like mm. you have to. If you're not in that rhythm, I understand. Like guys being intimidated by asking girls out, but once you like kick over that bucket and like you're in the rhythm of asking girls out, it becomes a lot easier and just and it's more casual so it's yeah, not like oh exactly my God. just yeah take okay. the pressure off send this to your guy friends girls yeah but i also do want to ask this question specifically to y'all so for the girls that don't know geo and brett the way that i do like geo i feel like that's once again like i just said you're really great at asking girls out you're really great at being like what i love about it is you're just confident you're a confident italian style and you're like you're cool <laughs> let's do it but okay brett <laughs> you've been in relationships you've yes. had and i would say you're more has I don't see you mm-hmm. asking as many girls out as Gio does and would love to like from your perspective being in relationships I know that you do have family stuff going on like mm-hmm. what makes you hesitant what makes you kind of hold back a little bit more than maybe Gio who's just like she seems all right I'm gonna give her a call <laughs> that's that's all she has I to mean, be for Gio serial dating at <laughs> the same time sorry but. like I once again want to affirm Gio like I was res- like out of yeah I would say out of the majority of men I know Gio yeah. like I respect you truly one of the highest in the way that you yeah. do you no, do it that's kind. so i appreciate that well. yeah you know geo is exceptional at even if you have gone on a date with giovanni you a lot of the girls in our group still hang out with us totally like that is and travel that, with because us. they yeah. feel honored yeah. is it because they feel honored by him yeah and yeah he led with clarity i'm assuming correct yeah yeah he's not doing anything stupid yeah too so i'm i'm a huge fan of that for me uh so i don't live in dallas so that's probably a little bit different True. um seeing that i think this is a general theme i think timing for guys is significantly more important than it is for girls you could agree or disagree what do you mean by that love to get your thoughts so for a guy like for let's just take me because i only know my example so in 2021 i you know my dad had a stroke and i spent almost the last year and a half two years really like committed to his care he's on medicaid he can't move can't talk um that's a really hard place to bring someone into Mm, yeah whenever you are dealing with you know bankruptcy and medicaid and a nursing home and getting you know he was foaming at the mouth and dying every other day like i mean just horrible things Mm. um that's a hard place to be like hey on tuesday like in between my time at the hospital like do you want to you know grab coffee right because you're just not who you you're not there yeah you're you're in a season that is like i need my best friends and mentors to be around me and so i've had a lot of that necessarily um and then also gosh i've committed a lot of my time to my career the last seven or eight years i've spent four years in politics four years in private equity and now i'm in wealth management and i'm in a great season to do it now but i don't know if i was okay so here's here's a a big differentiator that i want to hit on and hear from you guys because this goes into the if he wanted to he would 
when you were in those seasons of like, I can't date right now. Like, mm-hmm. this is not the the most wise for me. Correct. Were you leading girls on, no, yeah. texting them, that's, telling that's them the that really, you like them? Yeah. Gosh, yeah. That's that's a big point. I'm glad you brought that up because I don't know if I went on. There was a time after college in between, like, I don't even know if I went on, but like three or four dates in years because you're just signing yourself up for some pain if you're not ready. Yeah. You're just signing yourself up to like, let's yeah. go on a bunch of dates, even though I'm not actually interested or in a good spot at all to get married. I've got a better idea. Let's just go hang out with a big group of friends. Get to know someone on yeah. a much casual level so they're not giving you their heart. And you're you're like, well, I never had any intention to actually get yeah. married. So what's what's the point of going on a date if you're not in a season? Yeah, eight? don't waste your time. Don't, don't waste, waste yeah. time. What's the point? People ask, like, how do I know I'm ready to date? And I think that's one of the like just clearest answers. You're ready to get married. Like, you're following Jesus and you're ready to get married. Yeah. If right. you're not ready to get married, don't date. Right. But I, so your example, like, a, the, a differentiator in the guys who are hanging out with y'all one-on-one, texting y'all, calling y'all girls, listening, um, who you're making excuses for, oh, his dad's going through something. Oh, he's just right. working a lot. Okay. Then clearly draw a boundary to help your brother out and let him know like, hey, mm-hmm. until you are ready today, I think we're crossing over into a line where we're kind of into a situationship. So to respect you and your future wife and to also respect me and my future husband, let's just kind of, you know, draw some boundaries a little bit. Let's separate a little bit. You go deal with what you need to do. And if at any point that changes and you do want to ask me out, great. We'll Gosh. see if I'm available. Expectation and reality. Can I can I give you two seconds on yes, my expectation? I would love it. So I had, a, I had like a life coach, counselor, um, executive coach. Actually, he knows a lot of people down Dallas. Okay, so there is this thing. So expectation can be here. Reality is here. In between those two things is what they call disappointment. So he's he's if you can't see his hands, well you can't see his hands. Right. But like high and low is yeah. what his hands yeah. show. So there is a gap between expectation and reality. Sometimes reality needs to move up, sometimes expectation needs to go down. Mm. Example, I had a, a mentor who his wife never liked to turn off the lights. So he kept asking for years and years and years. And she would never turn off the lights. The whole house is bright as a Christmas tree. So he decides, okay, I'm going to go print off every light bill that we've ever had. And I'm going to bring it to her and be like, you know how much money we could have saved to go on a, you know, whatever vacation. And he went like full bore only to find out she's afraid of the dark. Oh, she just doesn't, she doesn't think the house is welcoming. She whatnot. And so in between expectation and reality, you have to fill that disappointment gap with communication. Wow. You absolutely have to feel it. Because yeah. if you do not communicate, it is better to over-communicate than yeah. under-communicate every time. Yes, it's awkward sometimes. Who cares? And guess what? Yeah. That doesn't, like, it gets more comfortable in marriage, but you still have to fight for communication. We've been in a community group, a married community group now for three and a half years, like the amount of time that we've been married. And guess what? Every fight or conflict starts with we didn't communicate well, you yeah, know, right. and you thought you did. So much of life's challenges, greatest challenges, are, are found in met 100%. and unmet expectations. 
Mm-hmm. Unmet expectations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That you probably didn't even. Right. Sometimes though, there's grace because you didn't know to communicate it, which is why yeah. it's so important to have grace for each other. But practice that communication now in the pre-dating season, in the dating season. That's right. I've heard a good line and it's by a pastor in Denton. It goes, lower your expectations and higher your commitment to love. That's good. And I've always really liked that line because it's like, I really do think that expectations are the thief of joy. Mm. And I think that that robs you. If you know your family is really hard, right? And you're expecting it to be the best thing ever. Oh my gosh. Like lower your expectations and then hire your commitment to go in there and fiercely love the people around you. So right. like when you go into a situation, whether like maybe there's this boy, this girl that you're really excited about, like, and you're like, this is the night that we're going to have this best conversation. Like, that's great. Like have fun, expect good things. But like if you went in going in with the goal of like loving everybody in the room, including to like care for people and care for the girl that maybe you have a crush on rather than expectations that like she's going to love you and choose you and all these things, like you walk out of there more joyful than if your expectations were met because you're showing people the gospel, which is as simple as like you loving them. I don't know. It just like really rocked my world of like, man, That's great. because here, here's like maybe a hot take. I think expectations will evolve around you. And what you want. Yeah, definitely. And when you go in with the commitment to love people, you are others focused rather than you focused. Therefore, like you walk out with success. That's really good. And here's a really good handhold is you're going to you're going to have expectations. They're going to happen. But like you said, Nico, like you walk into the room and if you when you start to feel that twinge of disappointment, he didn't open my car door to use the example you used earlier. Okay, I just felt this twinge. Something hurt. Why? I had an expectation that he would hold my car door. Mm. Why did I have that expectation? You know, or or is that valid or is that Mm. maybe unreasonable? That's where you got to do the work. Like, is this something I vocalized to him or is this something I can be like, okay, that's okay. You know what I mean? Or I could just tell him, hey, I really like it when guys open my car door. So anyways, that's really good. And ladies, Giovanni always opens the car door. (laughs) Yeah. But like, that's what you're like. If you were to go like, let's say I went on a date with this guy, he didn't hold the door open. I have the opportunity right there to be like, screw you or hire my commitment to love him as a brother in Christ. Be like, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt on that. Exactly. And if we continue to date, I'm just going to vocalize that. Like, Holding the door is something that's really totally. big for me. Yeah. And, it, and it can be a lot. What's funny is like we don't realize where a lot of our expectations come from too. Or it's like you might be holding people to an expectation that isn't realistic, that isn't fair for yes. them too. Where it's like, okay, I expect you to bring roses to every single date and to you know get on one knee within the first four dates. Why? <laughs> because that's how it happened for my sister. Crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 No, because you can think like, okay, that's how I've seen other people do it. Yeah. So now I expect that. And and now yeah. I'm missing having joy in this guy pursuing me because I have this expectation that's unrealistic or it's not the same. Totally. Gosh, so many more directions we could go and do not worry all. We have a part two coming at you with these lovely Italian stallions in Tulsa Blondie. <laughs> You're both Italian now. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Totally. But we're coming back with part two and we're just really grateful that y'all have said yes to being on this episode so far. And I hope y'all that you've gained some understanding into the brain of men. And at the end of the day, once again, like brothers in Christ, do not take everything that they've said as fact. So much of this is where the Lord has taught them in different areas. And so come and listen to it next week, part two, Men Tell All. You guys are awesome.